way like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane? Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. Walked up to the road race. We are back. And Texter wrote me, uh, Texter328, and says, uh, um, have security locate a few players still on the court and escort them off. Dabo has security esc- uh, escorts. That would work much better than trying to grab students running onto the court. That's what I was suggesting before, Ramon. That exact thing. That, that See, to me, I think the only thing that I can think that you can do is you can do a better job escorting the players off the court now before they storm well see that's the dilemma that's the dilemma it's a tiktok dilemma because look what what happens is whether it's a football stadium whether it's a basketball arena as this thing is as the final seconds are counting down these students etc are pressing up and already ready to climb over any obstacle or whatever. I would think as so, because they're that, all excited. Right, as soon as that clock hits zero. Right, and, and you know, when you delay it, you take the, the sort of simultaneous um, instant gratification element out of it, and well, then, it doesn't, then it doesn't mean the same thing. Well, if you do that, the longer you do it, the less they'll want to. That's not the, but that's not the point. Yeah, I mean, you, it, this is a, this is an element of college athletics, and you want the spontaneity of it without, you know, and uh, once again, there's this raw meat element in a, in a in a sense, Ramona. Think about this. Not only does social media fuel all this, and and I think has brought about. A negative change in this regard. It's created more of a raw meat atmosphere. But if we're going to be honest about it, we have an entire sports talk industry that also feels this stuff. Well, yeah, because we're discussing. Well, we discuss it. We talk about the other side as villains. You know, we talk <laughs> yeah. about how yeah. you know uh, Filipowski has a punchable face or whatever. You know, that kind oh, of thing. Yeah. You know, and 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 so we. Uh, sort of fuel it in a way as well. <laughs> you should have not said that. Delipping again. <laughs> you know. So uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's an element. I just I don't know what the, I don't know what the answer is. But what really worries me is that all it takes is one nutcase. I know. That's what I'm saying. One this nutcase is not, who runs on the court know, the and past. instead of right and instead of just running into Filipowski, stabs him or something like that. Yeah. And and with all the crowd and everything, right. how are you going to isolate right. who did it? Right. You may be able to on video, but I, I, I think people who are of that mindset wouldn't care. They they suddenly... That's the, th- that's the thing with me. I mean, Monica Sellis had that incident yeah, where she was she attacked by a knife-wielding right. knife uh, fiend, right? Right, and that was a long... Right, that was a long ago. time ago, and I think we're... 
I think we're more that way now. I, th- I think we grow more nuts than ever before. I do, too. I, I know that sounds crazy, but I, I do, too. Uh, to the phones. Lines are jammed. Uh, Ralph, Stano, Byron, Robert. Ralph, Ralph, how are you, Ralph? Good to have you. I'm doing all right. I want to maintain some uh, friends here. Uh, Jay Billis, he's a little over the top, but I think he's got more integrity. I don't want to name any names than not you, but some other people on the roar. But uh, here, here's, here's, there is a, uh, here's a way to stop it. you got all these cameras out there. You let the students know, especially the students, the first 10 seconds, they're going to monitor it closely. If you're on the court in the first 10 seconds, or, you know, maybe 15 seconds, then then the cameras are going to find you. Number two, uh, I saw something different than apparently you saw with Filipowski. There's one guy that clearly, I mean, I know Filipowski's a big guy, but there's a guy that pushes him uh, pretty strongly. And uh, Filipowski himself testified that he was hit several times. So I think you can study this film. You give whoever did that in the student body or his friends a chance to come forward for a $1,000 fine and never do it again. Or if you find him, uh, you kick him out of school for a semester, and uh, the fine is much stronger, even maybe being banned from all future basketball games. So yeah. I think you can find this well, Here's the, here's the dilemma. Here's the dilemma, Ralph. And it's not, it's not that I think you're wrong. I mean, I... I understand what you want to do. You want to single out the uh, the people who are actually involved in it and try and ascertain blame. The problem is, as I watch that film, I don't think there's any way you can ascertain blame. I, I, I l- Listen, you have people wildly running in almost every direction. Meanwhile, Filipowski is aggressively trying to run off the court and using his forearms and, and everything else to try and clear the way, as he should. As, as he should, given that situation. So I think, invariably, you're going to have collisions. I mean, you have all these wild, out-of-control objects running in, in numerous directions. You're going to have collisions. I, I think it's going to be very difficult two, to assign blame other, other, in these random two collisions. Other, two other quick points. Yeah. Two other quick points. Who knows how it's going to play out. But I think you're going to find that this was, was, was with intent, the guy that did the most harm with Filipowski. And number two. In regard, Duke running the football game, I mean, come on, man. Football, football players, it's not okay. I'm not saying, you know, well, you know, it's not okay. But football players got their, got their shoulder pads on, got all this kind of stuff. They're on the field. That's completely different than a basketball game when you're out there, you know, big or tough as you may be. Uh, you're, you're out there with no padding, no shoulder pads, none of all that protective gear, helmets included. And so that's all. All due respect, that's just kind of ridiculous. Well, but I but, appreciate you taking. The but time. Ralph, are you still there? Uh, yeah, I'll listen to you. Well, whether whether you have a uniform on or not, you could be stabbed, right? Oh yeah, I agree with you. That I mean, that's Monica Sellis. Yeah, Monica you know, I'm Sellis a big tennis a fan, and I, I remember yeah. that she never was the same. I mean, she yeah. was spooked. Right. I think she stayed out for two years. Yep. And she was still spooked. You know. Yep. I mean, I saw Johnny McEnroe in Atlanta 30 years ago cussing out an 80-year-old man in the stands. But, you know, the guy was in the stands, and, and they cussed each other out for five minutes, and then they just both got tired of it. Yeah. And Tatum wasn't very happy. She was pregnant, and they played on. But that's, you know, that's different. You know, I agree with you about But, I mean, most kids aren't coming to the game. Uh, all, in all it will take is one. But, but it, it can happen. It yeah. can happen. All it will take and, is one. And a football field is even different, you know. Yeah. Thank you, Ralph. 
Uh, again, all it will take is one, just one, to change it forever. And and trust me when I tell you this, it's going to happen. It is going to happen. I don't know whether it'll be a stabbing, a shooting. I, I have no idea what it will be, but it is going to happen. It's just an issue of when. And then we'll have, then we'll find a way to change all this. Even if we don't have a way right now, we'll find a way at that point. That's what we always do. We wait until things happen before we find a way to fix them when we should have anticipated it and headed some of it off. I think clearly these situations are becoming increasingly more dangerous to the players. I just think it's I, like a, it's a mob mentality. Yeah, it is. And and again, and it, people it's, get riled up and sometimes right. people get riled up. And they don't even know what they're being riled up right. for. They just see other people riled up. So they want to be riled up too. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I don't think there's any, I don't think there's any question. And, and, and so I don't know what you do. I don't know what you do. Um, Texter said, uh, this is such a overreaction to minor injury that rarely occurs. Um, well, you know, again, it's minor this time. Will it be minor next Plus, time? It's, Will it it's be minor your, when it's your player? It's not your injury. Right. You know, right. it's, it's minor is somebody hurt. else's injury. Right. right. I mean, you know, it's not minor when you're trying to play basketball. Right. Major is when it happens to you. Minor is when it happens to somebody else. That's. That's yeah. the dilemma. And and no, I think it's patently obvious this is becoming more and more of an issue. Uh, that much I agree with. I don't agree with all these dookie apologists and all these these uh, dookie fanatics who are coming out of the woodwork uh, to scream that this is wrong because it happened to them. I mean, you know, like these are the same people that stood are by. Are these that, that, what do they call themselves? Crazy something? Yeah, Cameron Crazies. Yes. But, these, these, but no, these are the... The, the dookie mouthpieces who are coming out to uh, to say that this has to stop, these are the same people in many cases who stood idly by and watched sanctioned tripping by Grayson Allen go on at Duke, and they were not concerned about any of that. They weren't concerned that Grayson Allen could trip and potentially injure other players on the court. They, they, they had no concern about any of that, but they're concerned about this. See, there's a disingenuous, phony nature of these people that makes you want to just say, screw you. You know, that, uh, hey, I hope he sprains his other ankle. You know what I mean? They're, they're just this. Yeah. There's just yeah. a, we just, this, it can't be Duke talking about this. That's that's part of the problem. Yeah. You, you, where was Bill? Certain people can't bring it up. Right. Where was no Bill when Grayson Allen was tripping people for years at Duke? Where was he? You know, where were all these Duke mouthpieces when that was going on? Texas did a great point about Grayson Allen. Uh, had not even thought about that. Yeah, I mean, you know, that was basically state-sanctioned tripping. You know, he was never punished for any of it. I mean, once Krzyzewski punished him over, I think gave him a game suspension or something. But, I mean, this dude was... In, in private, he probably went, yeah, there you right. go. This All dude right, was dude seriously again. risking other players on the court. You know what? One thing you can say is I, I think most of the stuff that happens in these on-field, mad on-field rushes, I, I don't think it's intentional. I, I think they're accidental collisions. I don't agree with Ralph on that front. I think they're they're accidental collisions. But one thing we know, Grayson Allen's was 100% intentional. He was willfully trying to injure players on the court. That's a fact. 
Yeah, that basketball court is pretty hard. Right. So that's really the answer to all these Duke people. You know, let Jay Bills go on, 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 on. Let Seth Davis go ramble on, 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 on. And when they're done, just say, Grayson Allen. <laughs> Grayson Allen. Where were you then? Where were you then? Uh, Stano, uh, Byron, and Robert coming right to you. Stano, Stano, how are you, Stano? Good to have you. Well, I'm doing good, Walt. I'm going to change gears a little bit, if that'd be all right. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm 74 years old, and I've watched Clemson sports for a long time. But I don't know that I've ever seen an athlete any better, maybe as good as Valerie Cagle. Oh, she's amazing. I mean, I don't know what you saw of the ball games this weekend. But the first game, she hit a, th- a grand slam and a three-run homer. And then the second game, she came in in relief. And then I was at the game yesterday. I let my wife go to the first game. I don't have but one ticket. But anyhow, I went to the, the game yesterday, and they had two people on base. I can't remember if there was no outs or one out. <laughs> hey, by the well, way, Ramon, the secret about- to long and successful marriage – Go to the games by yourself. Take, take turns. You, you, well, you got to. I know, Walt, I know my place, you know. <laughs> so, anyway, I went yesterday, and uh, Mississippi had two people on base, and I can't remember if it was no outs or one out. They put in Valerie. She got the sides out, and we scored one run which at the time, you know, doesn't seem like much, but with Valerie in there, she she went through the whole rest of the game, never gave up a run. Now, I will say this now. She's got good players behind her, too. I mean, I'm not going to discredit them. But, I mean, she's absolutely yeah, you know how Yankee one of the Stadium, best a- athletes yeah. I've ever seen. You, you know how Yankee I mean, Stadium was known as the house that Ruth built? Well, in a real sense, uh, the Clemson softball program, uh, certainly Coach Rittman uh, deserves a, a, a tremendous amount of the credit. But And, and he's the one who brought Valerie Cagle in. But to a, to an extent, uh, the Clemson softball program is the program that Valerie Cagle built. And uh, and she's been the best player in the country, and she still is the best player in the country. And it's nice to have the best player in the uh, nation on your team. It, it makes you a lot better. Well, you know, the thing the thing that amazes me, Walt, I mean, she'll have balls hit right back at her. I'm talking about hard-hit balls. She doesn't just knock them down and make the throws. She's great at, she catches yeah. them. She's great at every element I mean, she, of the game, and she's just a, a sensational athlete. She's one of the greatest athletes in Clemson sports history, and who knows, by the time uh, she's finished, maybe she'll be uh, uh, well-regarded well, as, as the greatest. Not, if, she's, if she's not the tops, I'll guarantee you she's in the top three or four. Yep, no question. I've never seen any. I've never seen an athlete do what she does. Yeah, no question. I mean, I just hadn't. And I mean, to come in that game yesterday and go through five innings and not get not only didn't give up a run, I'm not even sure she gave up a hit. Yep. But if it was a hit, it didn't go anywhere. But I, I mean, not just. I mean, the dual threat. Not just pitching, oh, yeah. no, everything. but hitting. No, a- absolutely, no, a- absolutely everything. She's she's like a, 
Uh, again, it's as you point out, there are other really good players on this team, but just in terms of what she's capable of, I mean, she's a one-woman gang. She's just she's a, she's an army. Uh, Stando, I got to run. It was great speaking with you again. You're 100% yeah. right. All right, uh, quick break. When we get back, it is Byron and Robert. As soon as we return, I'm coming right to both of you, so do not move a muscle. We'll be right back. Your home is your most valuable asset. When it comes to the professional installation of a decorative coating on your garage floor, working with a local, experienced company is in your best interest. I'm Jake Wilson, owner of Iron Drive Floor Coatings. For nearly 15 years, we've provided premier garage floor coatings and have earned the most five-star Google reviews in our industry. To learn how we can make your garage floor shine, go to irondrivegaragefloors.com and request a free estimate. That's irondrivegaragefloors.com. Carolina Top Dressing is your go-to solution for maintaining a healthy and vibrant lawn. With our specialized soil conditioning program, we ensure your grass stays nutritious and healthy. Right now, take advantage of our limited time offer and receive a free lawn aeration when you sign up for our program. Trust us to help your lawn thrive all season long. Visit us now at carolinatopdressing.com for your free quote. And as always, Go Tigers! No one wants it to happen to them, but unfortunately, chances are good that at some point it'll happen to you. Roof troubles. It's one of the most important parts of your biggest investment. So when you need repairs or a new installation, you need someone who you can trust to get the job done right. You need Joe Robertson and Son Roofing. As the family-owned and operated roofing company for nearly six decades, Joe Robertson and Son have built a reputation for quality craftsmanship. It's why thousands of upstate home and business owners have chosen them for their roofing needs. Beyond providing quality work they're proud to stand by, Joe Robertson and Son Roofing also takes a client-first approach to their job. That means quality roofing, fair pricing, and complete customer satisfaction. Put it all together, and it's easy to see why they're the upstate's premier roofing provider. You can't cut corners when it comes to roof repairs and installations, so go with the trusted name in the upstate. Go with Joe Robertson and Son Roofing. Get started today by visiting them online at robertsonroofing.net. I'm Eddie Bennett. Winter means colder weather and hot deals on Takeuchi at Bennett Equipment. We have Takeuchi track loaders, excavators, wheel loaders, and hundreds of attachments ready to go to work today. Why settle for less with other brands when you can have the best in Takeuchi? Stop by any of our four convenient locations and see why Bennett and Takeuchi set the standard for equipment sales and rental. And remember, when you need equipment in the upstate or northeast Georgia, buy it or rent it from Bennett. New year, new you. You've been thinking about it, I know, because I was there too. I thought about it for years, and then I did it, and within a few weeks, dropped some big pounds, and I never looked back. Any time to start is a good time, but now is a great time to start something good and new. With the holidays in the rearview mirror at the start of 2024, there's no better time than now, and only you can do it. Reach out to our friends, Dr. Ashley Lucas and her team at PhD Weight Loss. It all starts in the kitchen, and they'll get you dropping all your excess weight and keep it off for life. MyPhDWeightLoss.com Bosch is hosting a direct hire event for maintenance technicians at 1100 Scottsbridge Road in Anderson on Tuesday, February 27th from 9 to 2. Recently increased pay rates and multiple shifts. Learn more and RSVP at hdijobs.com backslash Bosch. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Brakes? We can save you 15% on that. We have OE quality Duralask brake pads and rotors in stock, ready for pickup or delivery. We also have calipers, brake fluid, tools, and anything else you'll need to do the job right. When you get Duralast pads and rotors together, you'll save 15%. 
It's just part of what makes us America's number one breaks destination. I'm Will Davis with the Davis Law Group. It's important to me to always remember why we do what we do as litigation attorneys, and that's to help people. But more specifically, it's to help people by creating a path forward after a catastrophic event. When someone walks into our office, they've likely experienced the worst day in their life. They've lost a loved one, they're catastrophically injured, or their family's falling apart. The second you walk into our office, you have personal involvement with an attorney. Our personal involvement continues until the case is concluded. Contact us today at davis.law. Let us see how we can help. Broadcasting live from the Upcountry Fiber Studios, this is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Your home for Clemson women's basketball, 105.5 and 97.5. We are The Roar, where every day is game day. We try and stay out of politics on this show the most that we can. But Ramona just just spent the whole break talking about, doesn't it seem like Biden's been president forever? It's sort of like the the reverse dog years thing. You know, like like one Biden year accounts for 10 years of like normal life. (laughs) It's like my groceries are just horrible. Uh, I swear. That's so bad. It just seems so long. It's like, you know, you're like... It's just long. Well, and he's been dead for the last 20. <laughs> no, yeah, funny. come on. I don't think no he's living. I don't, I don't. I don't. I, don't, I, I think he's alive. No, I'm not sure. I think it's like weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> yeah, they just. <laughs> I think it's. Uh, to the phones, it's Byron and Robert. Uh, now you people leave that stuff alone. We're not gonna. We're not gonna uh, embellish. Yeah, You're not we gonna know what we can say. Right, we can't right, say. right. Uh, and sometimes we do. <laughs> I do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's when you hush up. <laughs> yeah, you notice that? You notice when you're like, like going I, over the right. edge, I'm like totally quiet. Like, oh my God, I don't want to be in this yeah, like recording. She's not going in the car with me. Yeah, <laughs> no. That's right. Uh, Byron and then Robert. Byron, how are you? How are you, Byron? Good to have you. Good, how are you doing, Walt? Good, Byron. Thank you for getting in. So I've just got a couple of things. The, um, the thing with the court's coming, I think, one of the things that could be a suggestion, um, and I realize it's part of college, um, you know, the NBA doesn't really have it, but what what about if the players, like in that type of environment, like if they know there's going to be an upset or a court storming, they don't shake hands, the coaches just shake their hands. They get the players off the court and just let the coaches shake their hands if that makes sense instead of all the players going through and, and that whole entire shaking hands thing. I mean, I realize it's part of the game and it's sportsmanship, but it at least gets them off the court quicker and that yeah, then, but, then the coaches just have to do yeah, it. Yeah, but see, I, I, don't, I don't really necessarily think that's the part of it that's a problem. That's, a part, that's the part where things have settled down. Now, sometimes the handshake uh, line itself... 
uh, provides confrontation between the two teams. Uh, that's happened uh, numerous times. But, uh, but I think the, it's more the instant element that's the, the, the danger. It's, it's the mad rush at 0-0-0 and where the players get stuck on the court during that. I mean, that, that is true, but I mean, if, if you got them off earlier, that that made that make you know they wouldn't be in that situation. But I, I do get what you're saying. Um, you know, I have an idea as it relates that, to Duke. Let's let Duke take all their best players off the court five minutes early. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you talk about um, Grayson Allen. You, you can roll it back to uh, JJ Redick and uh, even John Shire himself had some antics at Duke oh, before. Yeah. Greg Paulus, um, Greg Paulus was another, but uh, but but make no mistake about it, Grayson Allen was the worst of the worst, and it's completely disingenuous oh, yeah. for any Dukey who didn't uh, scream out loud about the Grayson Allen tenure at Duke to be saying anything about this. Yeah, uh, the, the last thing that, that I was going to uh, bring up was, um, you know, about three. Four weeks ago, maybe Mike, a month ago, um, you were talking about Cormac Lyon in North Carolina. And I, I think it's about time he steps up and starts stocking down for shots. Because that's really the only reason he's on the floor is, is to knock down some shots. And it, it's about time that he does because if he doesn't step up against Virginia, they don't beat Virginia because Davis and Baycott – didn't step up and play the way they were supposed to either. Well, yeah, but Virginia only scored 44 points, so whether Cormac Ryan stepped well, up and shot, Virginia, but. yeah, it might not have mattered. It might, it might not have mattered. No matter who scored for North Carolina, or uh, whether, regardless of who was hot or who wasn't for North Carolina, you were still going to beat Virginia if they're scoring 44 points. Well, I, I will say that the way North Carolina has played this year, and I realize they have some terrible losses against Georgia Tech and then Syracuse and Miami and hopefully they'll win against Miami tonight, but I will say that one thing that's different this year is is the different ways they're able to win, you know, in a low-scoring game, you know, when when Rory Williams is coaching, they may not have won that game in a defensive battle, whereas now they're able to win if it's high-scoring, low-scoring, you know, uh, two play, two of the star players not scoring as much. They're still able to win in a sense. Um, I, I just think it, it shows the maturity of the team, how they're able to have different uh, environments and they're still able to, to come out on top. Yeah, look, it's it's a nice team. I mean, I, I, I could see them as an Elite Eight team. Um, you know, maybe a... I do think they have a little more versatility than they've had in the recent past. Uh, it's certainly a better defensive team than it's been in the recent past. Um, and they're much more connected defensively than they were a year ago. Um, so, you know, I, I could see them as an Elite Eight type team. Maybe Final Four if you get the right the right draw in the right bracket. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Thank you, all. Yep. Thank you, Byron. I don't think it's a championship team, though. I just I don't think they're good enough for that. Uh, Robert in Georgia. Robert, great to have you as always. Well, thanks for getting me in. It's, it's great to be here. Um, just a quick comment about the court storming, and then I want to move on. Um, you're absolutely right. I don't. Something's going to happen 
I don't know what they can do about it, but something's going to happen because, I mean, and I hate to sound so whatever, but in, 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 at the least we're, we're raising a bunch of people who think that it's okay to act out violently when you feel the least bit slighted. Mm. And at worst, I think we're raising a bunch of sociopaths. I mean, it's it's getting bad. And like you said, you know, you're rallying these student sections up. And these people are invested. There's a, you know, these kids are invested in this. So, and the referees are the ones. Look at Robert Ramona that, piling on the part where we take the blame. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, it's it's you tend to approach all of this stuff with a you know uh, an air of self-control you know yeah let's get crazy but you got to have self-control nobody's teaching these people any self-control you just can't act violently every time you think you're slighted it's just not well, the way I, yeah, society, I, mean, look, I, I just think it's, I think it's symptomatic way. of society at large i just think i think yeah. we're, we're becoming more and more like that I, I just think that's seems obvious to me and if that's true then i think that the the players who play the sports and play the game are probably in more danger than they've ever been before even if it hasn't come to fruition yet even if we haven't seen the worst of the worst of it yet i just think that i think it's coming i do i i think that there's there there will be there will soon be some incident that leads all of this to stop in one way or another. I don't know how they'll stop it, but trust me, once something of real significance happens, they will find a way to shut it off. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I can think of is take out the first row of seats all the way around the court, put in a plexiglass wall. <laughs> other than that, how are you going to stop it? Are you, but anyway. Are you Texter 551? Uh, no. Oh, because you, then you're not the only one suggesting plexiglass. I got, I have other people well, that's suggesting only way you're that, gonna too. Keep it, yeah, that's the only way you're going to stop it. But anyway, moving on to Clemson. Um, again, this team is breaking all the norms for Clemson. I thought for sure that this was going to be a loss. I thought that. You know, any other time, Clemson would usually split with Florida State. Didn't matter whether it was home or away. I thought for sure this was going to be a loss. I sat there and watched that game, and I never once thought Clemson wasn't going to win. So, kudos to this team. Like you said earlier, this is a game that traditionally they would have lost with PJ and Think about this. Brad Bruno has said this multiple times, and of course he's right, and it's just a common sense thing. You need your best players to play well to win. Well, guess what? His best players, uh, at least his best player and his sidekick, uh, didn't play well uh, against uh, against Florida State, and Clemson won anyway. Uh, and that goes that speaks to the improved level of talent. Uh, the improved level of confidence on the rest of that team. And I, I think more recently, the improved chemistry between uh, Joe Girard and Chase Hunter on the court and, of course, the, the addition of uh, Jack Clark. Yeah, that that point, when you made it the other day, I mean, that was just like a light bulb went off in my head. I was like, you know, that's absolutely right. It just it looks like that Girard and Chase are 
in sync now. Yeah. You you hit the nail on the head with that. What I like uh I like seeing Wiggins down in the post. What do yeah. you think about that? I, I had actually asked you about that yeah. on, last week, week before. Yeah, I mean, look, these are the things he's going to need to do if he wants more playing time. He he has to prove that he can be a multi-level scorer, not just a face-up, spot-up shooter guy, uh, but that he can be a multi-level scorer and that he can score in the lane and finish in the paint. And I think we're seeing a little more of that. Quite honestly, uh, I think Clark's been a little bit of a wake-up call uh, for Wiggins, too, because, you know, he's lost some of his minutes uh, to Clark and 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 I think maybe for the first time uh, he, because look early in the year as Brad said the other day they're in a situation where you know Wiggins is staying on the court through mistakes where he would normally have been benched but there was just no one right. to put in there, there, there was there, there just wasn't another answer so he was allowed to place through some things that he would not normally have been allowed to play through and and the team isn't better off for that you know the team's better off if you have a better option, you know, and right now, uh, Clark is the clear better option. Um, and he, because he makes a bigger if difference in winning and losing right now, but Wiggins is still a really important piece of this team. And he's still capable of giving you instant offense, you know, as, and, and if he picks up these other areas of his game, just a little bit, then he's really going to help this team. But the, the sort of super sophomore class, uh, stepped up big time against uh, Florida State. So, do you think Wiggins would actually be better on defense if he was in the post and not being out on the perimeter trying to guard? Do you think he could be a better defender down in the post? I mean, could no. he be a, a, a person to give PJ a break moving forward? No. Could we see more of that? No, he doesn't. He, he just doesn't rebound the ball well enough to be in that role at all right now. Um, you know, it, but that's his dilemma. There's there's been a sort of matchup dilemma all year long when you have a six ten guy trying to frequently trying to defend perimeter players off the bounce. That's been a, a bit of a dilemma. Now Clark can do that, um, and yeah. so you know, but. What Wiggins gives you, it, once one more time, his plus minus the other night was actually really good. It was like, I think it was plus 14. Uh, so while he was on the court, Clemson outscored Florida State by 14 points. That's that's a good sign. It, it, it can mean a whole lot of other things, though. You know, it doesn't necessarily relate directly to his time. But there are just areas that he needs to improve in if he wants more minutes and wants to be the, the player that he's capable of being. Um, because look, you, I, I think a year from now, he could really blossom into something into something special. But he's got to get better in these other areas. Well, you you seem to know a lot about Wiggins. You spoke of his father. Is he going to get bigger? Does he have the ability to put on more well, weight? Well, you know, look, to be I, more. Yeah, I, I think <clears throat> guys that that are uh, slender and tall and build don't change dramatically in terms of what you see but they can still change significantly in a subtle way like like he gained like 10 or 12 good pounds heading into this year he's got to do the same thing next year and then if you combine if you looked at his photo 
two years ago and look at next year's, I think you would see the the difference. You know, you know, let me tell you something funny in that regard. I saw I saw an Ian Shefflin high school photo just the other day. I was shocked. I I, I don't remember that Ian that Ian. I mean, I know he played and I and I know I know what it looked like, but you talk about a transformation. I mean, Ian it looks like a completely different dude than he did. In, in high school, I can tell you that. So, yeah. Uh, what? Go ahead, quick. I, I got one last question. In the NCAA tournament, do you find that officials call games closer or do they let them play? Because I'm looking at some teams now for the tournament that get yeah. to the foul line a lot. Yeah. Do you find teams that, that get to the foul line a lot don't typically do it in the tournament? Do they let them play yeah. or do they call it closer? Well, I appreciate Good it. Good job, Robert. I'll address that when we come back. Quick break. This Tuesday night, the Clemson Tigers are back home inside Little John Coliseum as they take on the Pitt Panthers. After defeating the Panthers for the first ACC win of the season, the Tigers look to complete the sweep at home. Broadcast begins at 6.30. Catch it all right here on the Clemson Athletic Network. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day. Spring cleaning is always first thing on the to-do list this time of year, so don't forget yourself. Roosters is here to remind you how important it is to keep your hair and face fresh and clean this season. Roosters has a full menu of what you need for male grooming this spring to check that off of your list. Don't forget to set your next appointment with the professionals at Roosters on Pelham Road in Greenville by calling 884-8920. Gift cards are always available at Roosters. Give the gift that keeps on giving. Hey guys, did you go up a pant size over this winter? Shed that weight with semaglutide from Low Country Mail. It reduces cravings, lowers A1C, and lets you lose weight with no strict diets or exercise. All plans include primary care, labs, medication, and more. No long-term contracts, just straightforward pricing. Proven results make men men again. LowCountryMail.com I'm a donut nut, I'm a donut nut, I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. I'm Glenn Reese with Krispy Kreme Donuts in Anderson and Spartanburg. We're open seven days a week. Pick up some delicious donuts and a cup of coffee. Share a box or two at your business meeting, at church, or with family and friends during a time of need. Call Spartanburg and Anderson Krispy Kremes. I'm a donut nut, I'm a donut nut, I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. Get ready to discover incredible savings with Fort Hill Natural Gas. Say goodbye to seasonal worries and embrace year-round savings by adding gas appliances with cash rebates to your home. But that's not all. Call the office now and find out how you may qualify for residential volume user rate, adding even more value to your energy savings. Ready to start saving big? Visit FHNGA.com and explore the rebate page for more details. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Brakes? We can save you 15% on that. We have OE quality Duralask brake pads and rotors in stock, ready for pickup or delivery. We also have calipers, brake fluid, tools, and anything else you'll need to do the job right. When you get Duralask pads and rotors together, you'll save 15%. It's just part of what makes us America's number one breaks destination. Get in zone, auto zone. 
Whether you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, see for yourself why the team at Ralph Hayes Toyota and Anderson has been blocking out the competition for 75 years. PJ Hall here, letting you know if you want to stay on top during the regular and postseason, Ralph Hayes Toyota has your next ride. From their certified pre-owned to all their new 2024 Toyotas, South Carolina's oldest Toyota dealer welcomes you. Ralph Hayes Toyota, Clemson Boulevard, Anderson. We wrote the book on price. Ralph Hayes Toyota. Gilstrap Roofing has an experienced team that specializes in shingle and flat roofs for residential, commercial, and industrial customers. Their dedication to complete customer satisfaction is why a large portion of their business comes from repeat customers and referrals. If you need a full-service roofing contractor that has over 88 years of experience and takes pride in top customer satisfaction, Gilstrap Roofing has got you covered. Call for your free roofing estimate today at 269-1232 and online at gilstraproofing.com. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, it's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Hey, let's get out of here. With Audible, we could root for a lone astronaut as he tries to save Earth from disaster. Maybe go for a run with the founder of the world's biggest sneaker brand. We could get the tea on the real-life media mogul succession drama. Or find out what life is really like for an Oscar-winning actress. I mean, with Audible, we could go anywhere. There's more to imagine when we listen. Hear the latest audiobooks, podcasts, and originals at audible.com. So what exactly are the net rankings? I have no idea! Tune in every day until March as we try to figure it out. The Roar, where every day is game day. Welcome to the Road Rage. We are back. I'm looking at the net rankings. Uh, Clemson is up to 23. Number 23 in the uh, net rankings. And again, you know, when I last looked at this the other day, Clemson had a better quad one winning percentage than almost all these teams. And then a at the time, also a better quad two record than all but two of the teams. Now, some of that has changed over overnight. But, you know, there are still teams ahead of Clemson that uh, w- w- they may have played a lot of quad one games. They're sort of bogus quad one games, like Baylor. <laughs> Baylor is uh, 16th in the net ranking. Uh, they're 5-8 and eight in quad one games. 5-8. and eight. They've played 13 quad one games because, again, the Big 12 gamed the system, and that enabled Baylor to play 13 quad one games against teams exactly like Baylor. You know, in other words, teams that are no threat to really do anything, but uh, but uh, you get credit because uh, you game the system and you convince the whole world that uh, that you were a league full of elite teams because you beat the living crap out of the worst OC scheduling in the history of college basketball. 
Uh, which again proves how fraudulent the system is because if the system can be gamed, then it doesn't work, correct? Uh, they're going to change this. They're not going to allow this to happen again. I don't know how they'll change it, but they're going to change it. And they don't think that the change is going to be any better. This is all completely arbitrary nonsense is what it is. Um, I'm looking at some of these teams. Of course, Houston is number one. They're 7-3 uh, in quad one. Six and zero in quad two. Houston is uh, thirteen and three in quad one and quad two. Great resume, except that you know, again, most of these wins were acquired against teams exactly like them. Uh, Purdue is second. UConn's third. Arizona's fourth. Tennessee is fifth. Alabama. Alabama. Alabama doesn't even have to win. They just uh, they uh, Alabama. <laughs> Alabama is three and seven in quad one. And get this, Ramona. Alabama, are you with me? Hello, testing. Yeah, one, I'm two, right three. here. Alabama's right three here. and seven in quad one. Clemson beat Alabama at Alabama, and yet Alabama is number six in the quad rankings, in the uh, net rankings, and Clemson's 23. Clemson beat them in their own building. Clemson has a much better winning percentage in quad one, much better, light years better. And yet Alabama is, you know, 17 spots ahead of uh, Clemson. It's hard to figure, hard to figure. Um, Auburn, right after Alabama, uh, number seven, Iowa State, the mighty uh, Cyclones are, uh, you know, they're, again, they're in the uh, Big Ten, so they automatically have 10 quad one games, and that, and whether you win or lose them, it doesn't matter, just as long as you're playing, just as long as you're playing quad one games, doesn't matter whether you win, lose, does not matter at all, just as long as you play them. Hey, uh, by the way, I'm going to get back to this in one second, but uh, but before I forget, um, you remember Friday, on a Thursday, Friday, in talking about South Carolina, uh, I said, look, I, I think they're in the tournament. In my mind, I, I, I said, I yeah, know I they have, right. I said, I know they have five tough games. I said, but I think even if they go two and three, they're in the tournament. I, I just, I thought that South Carolina looked like a tourney team. I also said, I thought they'd win on the road against Ole Miss and uh, basically guarantee their status. They did that. They're in. You can, you can forget it. I mean, they're, they're in, they belong in and, and, uh, and they are going to be in and they're going to have a relatively high seed unless they screw the pooch and, you know, and lose all these games, but I just don't. I don't see any of that happening. I, I said. I, I said Thursday and Friday. Just as I was completely confident with Clemson's position, I was also very confident with South Carolina's position. Uh, listen, when if you can go to Tennessee and win, you belong in the tournament. End of story. I, I don't. I don't care whatever excuses you want to make for that. I, I don't care. You belong in the tournament. If you can maul Kentucky. And, oh, by the way, Kentucky's playing great basketball now. Kentucky looks dangerous again. Uh, you know, they're scoring 100 points every night, and their defense has improved. This team looks a little like some of those Roy Williams teams did before the tournament. And South Carolina blew them out, won at Tennessee. Now they won at Ole Miss. They beat Ole Miss at home. Now they won at Ole Miss. And we, again, Thursday, Friday, we said they would win that game and that their tourney status was not in doubt in my mind at all. I thought they were completely in. And now uh, I would be stunned if. If they're not in, look, that's a good basketball team. They weren't going to go 0 5 in these games. That just wasn't going to happen. That's a good team. We saw it up close and personal, and they're a better team than they were then. So they have more wins ahead of them. 
I mean, I you know, I, I think worst case scenario they go two and two in these last four, and that gives them three and two in the last five, and basically they're all quad one type games. So uh, they're going to benefit even if they lose, which was part of my point the other day. As long as they play competitively, and I think they're going to play competitively. It's it's a good basketball team. It's a tourney worthy team. I didn't check. Um, Oh, I didn't pull up. See if Joe Lenardi has a uh, latest bracketology, Ramona, and uh, and if he does, uh, check the check the date on it. Pull up uh, Joe Lenardi bracketology and check the date on it. Let's see if he he came out with anything uh, anything uh, recent, like uh, you know today. Um, he he sometimes comes out, out with stuff on Monday, doesn't he? I, I, I don't I don't. I don't know. I don't follow him that closely in terms of when he releases his stuff. It's just like uh, when it's there, it's there. Uh, but the the Gamecocks are a good basketball team, and they've they've earned their way in. Hey, look, it wasn't long ago. It was, you know, 10 days ago or whatever, they were tied with Alabama at the top of the SEC with a 9-2 and two mark in a league that allegedly was going to place nine teams, maybe eight teams now, maybe seven by the time we're through. Well, no, okay. He published something on the twenty third. What was that? Friday. Okay, so that was the one that had he at that time he had South Carolina seven. Is that right? Oh gosh. Yeah, you'd have to just find their check the <laughs> yeah, seven yeah, seeds. Yeah, 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 seven, seven. So uh, you know they may have they they may have well have moved up with that with that win. Maybe that you know when he comes out with his next release. Uh, maybe South Carolina is a six seed now, so uh, they're going to be—they're not only going to be in, they're going to be in with a favorable situation. Uh, you know, assuming they—they they handle this little stretch. And uh, look, I think they'll play well, well enough to at least uh, uh, split those games. I think it's a good team. I think it's a proven team. I think, uh, like Clemson, they have proven they can win on the road. Uh, the rest of this. So here's the here are the net rankings in case you haven't seen it. Houston's one, Purdue's two, UConn's three, Arizona's four, uh, Tennessee is five, Alabama's six, Auburn seven, Iowa State is eight, the Cyclones twenty one and six, uh, North Carolina is nine, Duke is ten. Those teams with identical twenty one and six marks. Uh, Duke just what is Duke in quad one? Um. Well, Duke's now six and three in quad one. Uh, Creighton is eleventh. Uh, look, I think Creighton is a very dangerous team and worthy as well. Um, you know, if, if you sort of extrapolate that out and and ask yourself this question, I think you have to ask it about St. Mary's too. St. Mary's is now fifteen, but Creighton is eleven. If you you know again, if you extrapolate that out. That that comes out to like a three seed. You know, is is Creighton really going to be as high as a three seed? I I don't I don't I don't think so. But I still think they're a very very dangerous basketball team. How where did Lenardi have Creighton, Ramona? You have the bracket pulled up still. What where do you? Have, uh, yeah, dude. Where do you last have Creighton? I would look at like a five or a six or somewhere in that range. Does it matter? What's this Midwest and West and South? Well, the, no, or, or it could be anywhere. It could be anywhere. I mean, I no, I have no idea where he's uh, where he's positioned uh, Creighton. 
Um, not sure. Uh, maybe the East. Maybe. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the Midwest. So I, I would start with those two uh, before I looked to like the South or something. Either the East, Midwest, somewhere in there. And I would look in the like the five, six range. I would think they'd be in that range somewhere. But again, according to the net rankings, they're 11. They were 10 last week. So, um, you know, again, if you just do the math, that com- that projects just by a net ranking standpoint. Uh, of They're in the West. Oh, really? Okay. They're three. Oh, they are three. That's what it says. It has an arrow next to them going up. Oh, wow. So, so after the big UConn win, they did move Creighton. You know, I said the net rankings make it seem like they're a three. You know, um, Wake Forest is, what are they? They're 25. You know, I, I heard Ben Milstead say something that's interesting on my way in. It's 100% right. And that is is this. You know, the thing with Wake Forest is it, Wake Forest is is sort of the 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 chief puzzle of the whole tournament. Lenardi has them either one of the last four in, the last we knew. This was before they beat Duke, all right? So that's going to change some. Uh, at least I think it was before they beat Duke. The 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 list that Ramona's looking at predates the the uh, the Duke game. Uh and and I think he had Wake Forest like last four in or last four out. Might probably last four out. Were they were they listed at the bottom under last four out? Wake Forest? Yeah. Uh first four out. They're on the bubble. Yeah, is first right, first four, first four out. Okay, um, first four out is what it says. So they were they were considered to be out of the tournament, and yet their net ranking is 25. And again, maybe that's inclusive of Kentucky. They make a jump. I, or excuse me, uh, inclusive of of Duke. They make a jump. I get that. I, I get that. But the the bottom line is, you know, if if Lenardi is looking at Wake and saying, well, their quad one record is one and four. And their quad two record is five and five. You know, look, here's another reason the system is so friggin' screwed. And it, again, it's what uh, Ben mentioned on my way in. It's that that's already factored in. You don't get to count that crap twice. It's already factored in. When, when, when Wake Forest is listed at 25 in the net rankings, they've already included what they've done in quad one and quad two. Now, I don't know how. I, you know, that's a different question because once again, they were one and four in quad one and five and five in quad two. That is not a very good profile. That's a profile of where Lenardi had them. Maybe the biggest question is why is Wake Forest ranked so highly in the net ranking? Why? How have they somehow gamed the system? Because they seem to have as well. That that profile Again, it's 100% right to say these numbers are factored in, but answer me this, how? How is a team that one and four, oh, by the way, this is inclusive of the, uh, yeah, this is inclusive of the Duke game. That Wake is at 25. So their, their only quad one win is the win that just happened. Quick break. Walt Tip Tool Road Rage. We'll be right back. 
WCCP-FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville, Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5, Spartanburg. We are the Roar. Nick and Mike Bar and Grill, Clemson's choice for great dining, is pleasing you with their innovative food. Featuring two for $25 menu choices like Cajun or Creamy Alfredo, fried calamari, garlic basil pesto, meatball sub, or spaghetti, all served with Texas toast. Two entrees for just $25. And remember, Wine Wednesdays, choose select wines for just $5 per glass. Open daily for lunch and dinner and brunch on Sundays. Nick and Mike Bar and Grill, 1310 